On this week's episode, we are jumping back into the flair side of things. We talk fashion, sustainability, closet cleanouts, all that jazz. So stick around. Hi, and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are out here living our best lives. I'm your host, Casey. And I'm your host, Cassandra. I gotta say really quick before we begin, I love it so much that... So, obviously, when we edit, we put the theme music in later in post-production, but <laughs> Cass and I all take a moment to dance to the, like, theme music that's not even there. <laughs> and, in fact... The invisible music Cassandra in our Cassandra literally just took a drink of water during what would be the theme music. <laughs> <laughs> even though, technically, we don't even have to wait for it, we still give it that time in our heads that it needs. It... It deserves the space, you know? <laughs> it does. <laughs> it does. Um, how hey, are Casey. you? Hey, Casey. Yes. Hey, Casey. Hi. Guess what? 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 Tell me. PSL is back at Starbucks. PSLs. <laughs> PSLs are back. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, which you should, pumpkin spiced lattes. Not only that, Yay. but pumpkin cream cold brew and a new flavor. That's my fave. Um, apple crisp macchiato is a new flavor this year. I mean, what does this mean? It's the unofficial start of fall. Technically, fall. I don't care start. if it's still too hot. Right. But it's the unofficial start of fall, in my humble opinion, and also in the Starbucks corporate blah blah. Here we are. It's fall now. I'm ashamed to say. I've had, like, three since they came out. <laughs> I don't live that close to a Starbucks, but honestly, if I did, I would be going so much. I am I've had not the one pumpkin cream cold brew. You have? Oh, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even the type to go a lot. I'm just obsessed with the fall drinks. Oh, I love the seasonal Starbucks beverages. Also, the Christmas ones slay. Well, okay, <laughs> they slay. Drink. Get it? Get it? No, I'm devastated, though, that they, they stopped the gingerbread latte, which was th- better than the pumpkin spice latte, in my opinion, even. I know that's a strong My opinion. absolute favorite Christmas flavor is the chestnut praline latte. Yeah, that's good. It's absolutely so good. But the pumpkin cream cold brew, which I think was new last year, because I don't remember ever having it before last year. It was so good. Uh, if you like coffee like stronger coffee drinks i think the pumpkin cream cold brew is the one for you it's still got that cinnamony fall flavors but it's not overwhelmingly sweet like i don't actually like the the psl itself but i love the the flavors of fall yes a lot of people don't like pumpkin taste and for those people i i feel it's kind of a bummer i feel i feel bummed out for you that you can't enjoy the psl season because there's nothing <laughs> i love more than being really basic and getting a PSL and, like, going to the Target Halloween section with my PSL. Oh, yes. You know? But that's just so fall. It's and so fall. I feel like we're hinting at a future topic. Ooh. <laughs> we may be. What could we mean? We may be. But until then, I love that our entire opening was just about the PSL because it's that important to <laughs> us. 
Um, but anyway, <laughs> until that very day where we mentioned fall again, because you know how much we love fall, we basic. We wanted to go back to our flair roots. We've talked a lot about disability our last few episodes, which is great. And we, I mean, that's one of the reasons we make this podcast is we want to normalize disability. But Mm -hmm. part of our name is Flair, and we are two people who love fashion. If you remember, if you heard our third episode we ever released, it was about fashion. And, like, it's just been so long (laughs) since we've talked about it again. I know. And we also wanted to talk about maybe a different side of fashion. Yes. And talking more about, um, yeah, the sustainability side of, like, both the clothing industry and we might even touch on just sustainability in general. But obviously, we're not perfect at this. Um, We're constantly learning and growing and, you know, trying to be more conscious of um, you know, where we buy and what we buy and how much of it and all of that. But, but I wanted to start by talking about, I don't know if you also then in, in the theme of referencing previous episodes back in January, um, I think part of one of our small talk episodes in January, I mentioned that I did the whole Marie Kondo tidying up, um, kind of purging method and I mentioned it was an emotional exorcism (laughs) because it (laughs) was really really intense like it demands a lot out of you uh physically and emotionally to go through like literally everything you have in your home and your life um and it took like a solid week at least um but It was a process, and I'm really, really glad I did it. Yes, Marie Kondo wrote a book. Is it called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up? I think is what it's called. That is the name. She also has a Netflix show, I believe. I don't know if you've seen that. Were you going off of the book when you were cleaning? You're doing your clean-out? Okay, yes, right? Yes, so I I got the book off of, um, and thanks to Casey, I think it was on our Hobbies episode that you brought up when you talked about how much you love to read, Casey talks about how she uses the Libby app, and yes. it was the first thing I used the Libby app for. I'm obsessed with the Libby app. It's through your local library if you have a so library good. card, and you can get audiobooks or ebooks for free. Um, I mean, through the library, you know, it's great. It's amazing. But so mm-hmm. I also read the Marie Kondo book. I also got inspired by Cass to clean out my life, and we wanted to really focus first on the cleaning out our closet part of this. Because this episode is going to kind of be about fashion, but also about organization, your wardrobe, getting a good wardrobe for you, like, you know, finding pieces that last and that you can shop your own closet and all of that. So I also did it. And so the way you do it mm-hmm. is you take every piece of clothing you <laughs> own so off of your hangers or out of your drawers and, and you just put them all in a pile, I guess, on your bed or on the floor, wherever you want. You put them all in a pile. You hold them up one by one. You look at them. You take a moment with each item. You ask yourself, does this spark joy? And if it doesn't, you thank it for the time you had with it and you put it away. You you sell it or give it away. Um, And and I think it kind of, and I think you said it happened for you where when we did this, we realized how much clothes we actually had. And it was kind of an awakening um, to say, wow, we probably have too much. And if you if you're listening and you you kind of have a shopping problem, like I love to shop, this helps because you look at all you have and you say, "Wow, 
this is a lot. I don't need any more. I don't need to shop mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> like, I, I have a lot of clothes. When you see it all like that, it's just very different than seeing it in your mm-hmm. closet when you see it all laid out like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so I, I, I think the thing that also blew my mind is it, it isn't – every time I used to clean up my closet growing up, um, I would just – I would take my clothes off the hangers, but it was only the clothes in my closet. Oh. I took out – Everything in my drawers, my underwear, my swimsuits, my seasonal items like Christmas sweaters. Uh-huh. I grabbed my hats, my jewelry, my oh, wow. all of my bags. Yeah, I, I went through my coat closet. Like, I went so deep. And that's what the book recommends. It, they um, She recommends that you go through a certain order. You uh, I think it's like tops, bottoms, and then accessories is in that right, which right. includes I had a, I had a lot of hats you guys <laughs> and and a lot of like those free tote bags yes you know what I'm talking oh, about I sure do. yes I know yeah the reusable totes and like I have enough of those to take to the grocery store and and like use them there but I I really oh my gosh I had an exorbitant amount of of reusable totes that I never needed or ever remembered I owned but like you guys I put all of this stuff in on the floor of the bedroom of my old apartment and I had to like I felt like I was wading through it um, oh yeah it was oh. it was bonkers I have pictures of the original piles and yeah, I don't so know if I'll I. put them in the show notes because I feel like it's maybe a little revealing but like it's embarrassing <laughs> It really is. But at the same time, I know that that's like a common experience, especially for people in the U.S. Um, so it's not just us, but like I I passed along so many things and holding up each piece. Sometimes, you know, the goodbye process was more of like a bye, Felicia. But sometimes it was more like, man, I loved this shirt. Oh, and I'm absolutely. so glad that I had it. Oh. And I'm really sad to let it go. But honestly, like, I don't think I'm ever going to wear it again. Yes. <laughs> I I had never, ever taken all my clothes off the hangers like that to go through them. I had always just kind of gone through them in my closet. And there's mm. something about taking them off the hanger that makes it easier to part with them. So if you're trying to clean out your closet, I recommend taking everything out because it makes it easier. But you know what I did? So with, like, sentimental shirts... Um, that mm-hmm. I wanted to still get rid of that I never wear. I took a picture of them. I, I read that in another book somewhere. It wasn't Marie Kondo. It was another book. Um, I, t- I, take a, I took a picture. I had this sweatshirt that was my freshman year college sweatshirt. It was very like, it, it said my university name on it, but it was the sleeves are too tight and I wasn't going to wear it again. And I, I took a picture of it just so I'd always remember like what it's still, it sounds silly, but if you have trouble giving things away, maybe that are like a t-shirt with a sentimental value, that's good. That's a good way because I don't want to own things I don't wear. I just don't like I, yeah I feel bogged down by that. And I want to be able to see all the clothes I have and Mm-hmm. And not have to, like, dig through so much. I think it's ridiculous to have so much that you can't even see what you, what you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and there were so many just... I had so many t-shirts. I still have a lot of t-shirts, to be honest. And I really love wearing tees, like, around the house. Like, I love dressing up a t-shirt. I love um, buying 
merch at concerts because I love to support artists that I care about. But at the same time, I just had so many. Oh, yeah. Um, I still have a decent amount. And so, yes, I still do. And, like, I'm trying to maybe do something where I... I'm hoping to, in the future, repurpose a lot of, like, concert shirts yes. um, that I don't plan to wear anymore. Because when I was in high school, uh, one thing that I did with a lot of my old shirts from high school was make a t-shirt quilt. I have one, too. I, Yeah, I'm thinking to maybe do that again in a few years um, with, like, music shirts. Oh, that's cool. Because, like, that's something that means something to me. Yeah, I know. And like maybe have it in, like, my guest room. Yeah. Ooh, I love that idea. Yeah, I, I also have a t-shirt quilt. And so I think, like... When you're when you're giving away your clothes, it's important to like keep things that are staples in your wardrobe that quote unquote never go out of style, because I think I've heard with like the the uprising of TikTok and the internet that trends are coming and going faster than they've ever come before. Like within a few months, a trend comes and goes of what's what the new fashion trends. And like Cass and I like keeping up with trendy clothes. Like we we're not gonna lie, we aren't wearing skinny jeans anymore right now. <laughs> yeah, you guys, we had like a very honest conversation. I remember in like January, February, we're like, wow, skinny jeans are out. We gotta move on. We gotta we move gotta, on. We gotta go. And it's not because we care what people <laughs> think. Like honestly, I think wear what you want to wear. It doesn't matter if it's trendy or not. But I, I like. I just personally like st- like staying on trend. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not looking down on anyone who doesn't. In fact, I still have some of my pairs of skinny jeans. I'm not saying I'll, I'll burn them and never wear mm-hmm. them again. Um, but it's kind of like when something like that, like skinny jeans, goes out of style. I almost also stop liking it as much. And I guess that's me being influenced know, right? by the current style. But I look at, like, current I feel people. the same way. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that I'm not wearing them because someone told me they're not cool anymore. I literally think the other styles look better. But that's because I'm being conditioned to think the other styles look better. Yeah. Isn't that weird? No, I know. I, the marketing really works. <laughs> no, it works. Um, but what do you think are some staple pieces in your wardrobe that, like, haven't gone out of style and you don't think will go out of style. So I, I kept a lot of dresses. I love dresses. Yeah. I don't think a lot of them are in a style that is going to go out of style. I think a lot of dresses can be really timeless, but especially a fit and flare dress. That is yeah, love honestly that. never going to go out of style. It, it looks flattering on every body type. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's something that I think that people could stand to own and, you know, maybe the pattern or design could go out of style a little bit, but regardless, the style of that dress is going to probably stay for a very long time. That's true. I was kind of thinking like a lot of my style, I really like kind of the vintage look of some things. And I think that kind of look is, can be timeless as well. Um, like those kind of dresses, mm-hmm. the more like classy looking, I don't know how to describe it, but I think like those silhouettes definitely don't go out of style. Even like I was talking to Cass about, we, we always talk about how much we love Doc Martens and I'm like, even Docs mm-hmm. never really go out of style. Honestly, they no. don't. To- docs have been around for like decades and they're still, like, really amazing shoes. They last forever. Yes. 
Yes. Like, they're, they're extreme quality. And, you know, like, you can pair them with so many different things and have them look cute. You can wear them with a dress. You can wear them with shorts. You can wear oh, them with, with anything. a skirt. You can wear with them anything. with jeans, a jumper, whatever. Um, docks will look cool. Denim jackets and leather jackets are always going to be around forever. I think denim mm-hmm. in general will always be around. Jeans, um, you can't really go yeah. wrong. I guess the I've style had, will change. but I've had leather jackets since high school um, that I still wear. And, you know, they have more of a distressed look now. But, you know, I think that also has a time and place, too. So, you know, I, I think even just plain tops. Um, oh, absolutely. A plain white That you top. can layer yeah. really well. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite shirts right now is um, this top that I'm not even sure where I got. I think it's, like, Calvin Klein, but I got it at Marshall's probably. Um, and it's... This, like, white blouse. I call it my corporate yes. shirt. <laughs> I think you know the one I'm talking about. And it's 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 really cute. It's white and black. You know, a color combination that's always going to be around. And the sleeves are kind of flared a little bit, but not to the point that it looks too 1980s. I think it looks really classy and professional. I've had that shirt for probably four or five years now. And I still think that it looks really great in a professional yeah, no, setting. Yeah, th- blouses like that, I think totally will never go out of style. And there's a lot of things. So I think like when shopping, it's not bad to shop trends, but it's also nice to buy things like that, to put your money into that and invest mm-hmm. in that when you know that those kind of things will last a long time and never really go out of style. But then again, it's kind of like, what is yeah. style? You know, you can wear whatever you want and it's it's there's nothing That's there's true. no rule book you have to follow but as far as like if you want to keep up with the times there are certain pieces that are timeless yeah absolutely and but speaking of shopping though if you if you decide to go through your whole process of cleaning out your life and um then you do find that there are pieces that you got rid of in your closet that you didn't love but there were a couple things that I did with that, um, like a couple skirts that I got rid of because I didn't like the ones I had, but that I think eventually I'll get around to replacing. Like I had a white knee length skirt. Uh, it was like a high waisted knee length skirt that I had one like six years ago that I loved more than the one I had in my closet. So I donated it, but I would eventually like another one like it. So when we talk about shopping, though, there's a big emphasis on, you know, shopping locally and sustainably. Um, so, like, wanted to kind of talk about that just because, first of all, let's talk about Amazon because Amazon is not necessarily sustainable. Right. Although, I'd love to point out that there are a decent amount of small businesses that will also sell through Amazon. But we were talking about it from, like, an accessibility standpoint, and Case had a really good point. Yeah, well, we were talking about how, you know, if you're if you're choosing to buy clothing, it's really good to buy it secondhand. It's also really good to shop locally, support local businesses. You know, it's, it's not the best to buy from a big corporation like Amazon. However, for people like us who are visually impaired – Sometimes that might be the only thing or the easiest thing that's accessible to us. 
because we can't drive. We can't just always go to a store. And actually online shopping opened up a lot of doors for us when we when that kind of became mm -hmm. a thing. And of course, there are ways now to buy secondhand online. There are a lot of resale like Poshmark and Depop and, and things where people are selling secondhand. So you, you can do that. Mm -hmm. But but we were just talking about how quick Amazon is. And and if you need something in like a day or two, you know, Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, it is helpful for disabled people who might not be able to leave their house as easily. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon is kind of a game changer um, because I could go to the grocery store and have it take like an hour of my right. day or I could wait a day and like... I don't know, and, like, get it from Amazon, and it's exactly what I need, and I can even find more variety there than I could maybe at the store. Um, so it's a little bit of give and take. You know, obviously we don't do exclusively buy from Amazon, but it is something that we often do buy from, and, um, you know, I think that even though there are much better options out there, um, I don't know. I feel like it, it's sort of stigmatized if you shop at yeah, Amazon it now. Yeah, it is. Like, and oh, I just, okay. I mean, thinking back, like, never in a million years when I was 15 did I think that I, as an adult, would ever be able to get groceries shipped to my house. Like, that is something incredible yeah. for a low-vision person to feel independent that when I want groceries, I can get them delivered. And that's something we never had back then. And mm -hmm. when I would go even, like, Christmas shopping – when I would go Christmas shopping for my family, I would oftentimes be with my family and I would feel like I couldn't discreetly buy things for them. And now with online shopping, I can get anything sent to my house. Like, you know, I can get presents for people without them being around. I can, you know, whatever. It's just, it's really convenient for someone who can't leave the house and it makes us feel more independent. <laughs> Have you, <laughs> I've, I've definitely done that where you go to the, like you would go to the mall with your mom or something and you're like okay close your eyes you can't see your christmas gift i know but it always made me feel not independent when i was younger i was like everybody else can go shop for their christmas presents alone i have to go with people you know like i i definitely yeah. I, I i find a lot of good in that but so for shopping then i also think it's important to shop your own closet and so when you do, if you do do a closet clean out and you can actually see everything you have and you know everything you have, it's actually really fun to go through and try to see pieces in a different way that you've never seen them, to style them in a different way you've never styled them, to put things together. I don't always feel like I'm the best at it, but I'll see people online style something a certain way and think, oh, I would have never thought of that, but I can do that with my closet. And like, mm -hmm. have you done that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm actually packing for a trip this weekend and I was trying to, I, I, it's supposed to be chilly a little bit where I'm going. And so I'm really excited to start speaking of the fall, uh, digging into some of my more fall pieces, but like pairing them with some other summer bottoms. Like, I don't know. I just, I found some outfits that I never had imagined when I bought certain pieces but like I put them on today and I was like 
wow, that looks really great. Yeah. I can't believe I missed this opportunity I this know, whole time. I know. It's like layering and stuff. Like, you can take a summer dress that you would only ever wear in the summer, and you could put a sweater on top of it, and all of a sudden it can work in the fall and winter, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what's an example of one that you did? Well, so I, I've had this top that's like this burnt orange kind of a blousey short sleeve top. I've had that top for probably three years or more now. Um, and I had recently, meaning like back in December, I bought some faux leather pants. And I had only ever worn the faux leather pants in the winter, so I wore them with, like, sweaters and other things. But I was thinking, like, what should I wear for the fall? And I was looking for kind of, like, a like a classy city outfit. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this burnt orange top with these, with these faux leather bottoms. And I was, like, really impressed with how it looked. It was a really cool look, very fall. And I also it's, – it's fall right now in my mind. <laughs> so it's, um, it's felt hat season. Oh, of course. So I, instead of, like, my summery more and springy, like, more straw hats, now it's felt hat season. And I put that with my black felt hat, and girl, girl I I cannot proud. imagine how cute. <laughs> I can see this in my mind, and it's so cute. And, like, and that's almost like buying, you almost feel the way you do of buying a whole new outfit, but it's not new, you know? Yeah, I felt that kind of rush. You know what's so funny? I've done this before where I've almost given a shirt away, where I've been like, ah, I'm going to give that away. And then I find a new way to wear it, and I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't give it away, you know? Yes. I felt the same way when I was cleaning out my closet. I found this, like, purple long sleeve top. It's just plain purple. And I didn't really know what to do with it, but I wore it a few different ways, especially especially when I upgraded my jean game, you know, when I started buying more straight leg jeans and not skinnies. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this looks great, actually. So... There's so many different unique ways that you can wear the clothes that you already own. I think layering is a way. Like, if you think of it that Mm -hmm. way, layering or even, like, doing casual and more um, casual and fancy things together. Like, I own a lot of crew neck sweatshirts. And Mm -hmm. I've always just worn them with, like, leggings, like, really casually. And I heard someone online recently say that you could put them with, like, a long skirt or something. And I'm like, that's, like, a cool, like, boho look, you know? Um, And I just would never think of that. I'm not super talented at it, but I love it. I think the thing about it is, too, that, like, you shouldn't be afraid to experiment. Because I think that... Sometimes I'll hesitate to put some things together because I'm like, oh, those two things have patterns. Like, I don't know if that'll clash. But then you see some more, like, Euro fashions where they will, like, pair some pretty bold patterns together. And it still looks really good. Yes. So, I mean, it's honestly worth a shot even to at least try it on. Even if you're like, I don't really think that'll work. But if you try on something and you're like, actually... I think I can pull it off, you know? Yes, I would rather see somebody experimenting with their fashion and me think it's, like, kind of ugly looking than see someone just wear something really basic. Because I I like the confidence it takes to wear something kind of out Mm -hmm. there. I'm like, look at you go with your, like, confidence. And you. if if you think it looks cool and you rock it, then it will look cool because you – You look confident in it. And, like, I think Gen Z is doing a lot of that. I've seen a lot of, like, Gen... Do you know who Emma Chamberlain is? (laughs) 
Yes. Like, an influencer. <laughs> she dresses, like, the way she wants and doesn't care. And I think she's, like, leading the Gen Z pack of, like, we can wear socks with sandals and we can make it look cool. It's You know what I mean? Like, I like yeah. that mindset yeah. of, of, like, just wear what you want. I like it. Something I used to do a lot more, and I don't have as many skirts, which is why I'm hoping to maybe get more in the future because I have, like, two but you know what? T-shirts and skirts, no one can tell me that they don't look good together. No, I think they do. I think they totally do. You can wear a t-shirt and a skirt and it honestly looks fantastic. Oh, I know. I agree completely. That's what I'm saying about making casual things fancy. Mm-hmm. Mixing casual and fancy. Layering things. I Even like wearing different kinds of jewelry with your clothes. Yeah. Like maybe wearing like a long necklace with a t-shirt. It's like, wow, that's so different. But honestly, it works. Yes, and your shoes matter too. I mean, you know what mm-hmm. I like wearing is like casual sneakers with a cute dress. Yes. Oh, that makes me that makes me think of like middle school when the trend of like wearing like Converse and your homecoming dress. Oh my gosh. On. Oh, but, that's so that's so Bella Swan it hurts. Oh, I know, right? But like you can still you can still do that in a way that isn't you know, you can wear Doc Martens with a cute dress. Oh I do, and I do. Like I love I love like casual shoes with a dress because it, it dresses the dress down. It's like I'm not going mm-hmm. to church, I'm going to Target. I need to wear Right. Like, I also wear yeah. like leather jackets with dresses because it oh, does yeah. make it look you know, different than I would if I wore a denim jacket or yes. You know, uh, like a really, like, fluffy, furry jacket that would really dress the dress up. Yes, well, that's another thing I like is, like, the stereotypically, like, masculine and feminine mixing that together. Like, like Doc Martens with a dress. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm a biker chick, but I'm also, like, wearing floral. Cute and feminine, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I love that. And I and we did make fun of layers in our, like, third episode where we said, like, it's a tragedy that, that we were wearing skirts over jeans. And I still think it is. Um, but yeah, think you so. know what has been kind of coming back that I don't mind is, like, a white T-shirt with, like, a, a cute tank top over it. I think that's that's coming back. Oh, my gosh. Yes. That makes me think Selena Gomez at, like, yes. 14. Or, like, a tank top dress, too. Like, a... A tank dress with a shirt. I used to do that a lot. I used to do that a lot in middle school. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of glad. I think it's nice because you get longer wear out of like a tank dress. And it it kind of dresses it down too. Like it's more a little more casual. Um, I like it. I don't mind that trend at all. Um, (laughs) I agree, but I I think on going back to talking about shopping um i think one thing that is helpful if you're trying to shop online um is maybe buying directly from a vendor or i mean for anything it could be clothes or or whatever it is that you're looking for i think a good example of this is etsy um and etsy's amazing i've bought a lot I of love like, handmade things off there but I heard that the artisans that sell through Etsy often don't get as much of the cut of it if unless you buy it through, like, their own website directly. Oh. Um, so that was, like, a really neat thing for me to learn. And Etsy's awesome. And, I mean, people, I mean, people should still continue to shop on there because a lot of makers and creators make some really beautiful pieces that you can get of literally anything 
But I've ended up buying some things that I would have gotten on Etsy directly from the, the artist. And, you know, I think they appreciate that more because you took the time to actually check them out and then go directly to their site. Um, and sometimes they don't have a site. Sometimes it's just Etsy. But that's, like, one example. I mean, even, like, buying modern vinyl from artists that you like, I try to buy it directly from them as opposed to, like, through a like an online vendor like right. vinyl me please or something right no that's such a good point and I, I didn't even realize that about etsy but that's good to know because we do want to support the actual people making it and like another website i really love and i did mention it earlier is poshmark it's a resale mm-hmm. you know you you sell it's a thrift store basically you like can sell your clothes and other people can sell theirs and i've had such great luck on there I've gotten a lot of really Mm -hmm. good things and I've never had a bad experience it always comes to me like in good in good condition and I mean you can find like any kind of brands that you like without having to buy it new you're buying it used but like it's all pretty good condition and if it's not good condition they'll usually tell you and they'll show pictures but Mm -hmm. that kind of brings me to you know when you are cleaning out your closet and your house how do you Cassandra like to get rid of your clothes do you sell online do you just give it away or both like what do you do for that yeah so generally I'll take it to the thrift store I mean uh, so that would be either Goodwill um sometimes the like the the Vietnam vets will pick it up which is kind Mm -hmm. of nice because then they'll pick it up from you and you don't have to physically drive there um I remember, like, once or twice growing up, I would do Play-Doh's Closet. Oh, yeah, me too. And I think that recently, I mostly just did Goodwill this past year, but um, some designer pieces that I owned that I no longer wanted, I did, like, list them on Poshmark. And honestly, like, I made a good amount of money from that. I mean, maybe, like, $100 for a handful of pieces, but, you know, it... I would have given them away anyway. I would have happily right. given them away, to be right. honest. But it's nice to be able to make, like, you know, 30 bucks out of something that you know that someone really wants it and that they'll give it a good new home and it'll continue to live on, even though you personally don't want to wear it anymore. Yeah, we've both sold on Poshmark and on eBay. We've sold some things. Mm-hmm. eBay is more for selling things than clothes. I guess you could sell clothes on eBay, but... But yeah, I, I've had some good luck with it too. And it's it's like you said, I don't mind just giving it away. But if, if it is nicer and you can make some money off of it, why not try to? And so um, sure. I've sold a few shoes on there. And it's been a good experience. So I think if anyone is listening to this and they're going to clean out their home or their closet, you know, just think of what you're actually going to do with those clothes. And anything you choose is is totally fine. You can just give it to a thrift store or... You could try to sell it, which is always nice to make a buck off of something you're giving away. Yeah. I think one thing that I have almost, I almost did this and I like had a conflict, so I I can't do it anymore, but I hope to do it in the future is having some friends that get together to do a clothing swap. It's like a thrift store, but more fun because they're your friends. That is so fun. Yeah. You can like bring like a, a small pile of clothes and shoes and you know kind of anything you really want 
to give away. And um, yeah, people will come by and see if it fits them and then they'll take them. And you know that someone that, you know, you know, or a mutual friend of someone you know, is also going to enjoy that, that thing that you were probably just going to give to Goodwill anyway, which is also fine and acceptable. Right. It's It really is cheesy, but it really is like one man's trash is another man's treasure because I'm sure like if me and my best friends got together, I'm sure some of the things they were wanting to give away, give away in their closet would be like brand new to me and like really exciting to me. So let me ask you, what is a favorite piece you've picked up at a thrift store? Oh, goodness. Does Poshmark <laughs> count as a thrift store? Yes. yes. Hold on. I'm going to go look at my Poshmark. <laughs> I'm going to look at my Poshmark <laughs> purchases. While I do that, though, I will say I also like there. Have you heard of these little libraries popping up around cities? Because yes. that's a cool way to give away books. And you can take books um, when you go there and give away books. Yeah. Okay. They're, for those that haven't seen them, they're like these kind of little. I don't know. It's almost like it would, if it were a sign with. That holds, I don't know, it's like a box. Yes, yes, a, it's a little, like, a standing <laughs> box out in the, yeah. And they're all around all these cities in the U.S. and Canada and maybe even other countries as well. But I know Canada and the U.S. have them now. And, um, and it, yeah, it's a really cool way to give away your books People for free. People just put books in there. And you and can then grab you can a book take a book. Well. But also, okay, okay, you asked me a, quite, a very important question. My favorite thing I've thrifted. And you're going to die laughing. You're going to die. Because I have mentioned it so many times on this podcast. Is it? Wait, can I guess? <laughs> Is it the Mary Margaret coat? <laughs> it's the Mary Margaret. How could I forget? I had to actually go to my orders to remember. But how could I forget? It's the Mary Margaret coat. Um, Once upon a time, there's a TV show called Once Upon a Time. The character Mary Margaret wears a coat. I found the the coat on Poshmark, and I actually do that quite a lot. Um, like, I'll try to find things people on TV have worn. It's a weird hobby. I kind of get excited when I find it. It's like yeah, a that's hunt. fun, though. Um, it's almost like a costume. Yes. I also love mod cloth, and I find it to be a little bit overpriced sometimes, so I like to buy mod cloth secondhand as well. Yes, Do you have I anything agree. that stands out? Well, so recently I went to a thrift store with my brother when I visited him in Arkansas. And it's, it was a really quirky thrift store. Uh, but there was this this shirt. So I was with my, my sister-in-law. And she has, like, I, I think has really quirky tastes. And she thrifts a lot of her clothes. Um, and I was like, hey, help me pick out a shirt that you would wear. Um, I want something that, like... Just like a very like McCall shirt, and she found this shirt that at first I wasn't super psyched about, uh-huh. but I tried it on. It's an amazing shirt. Oh, she knew. <laughs> She's one of those that has like a a, a gift she of has finding like a the knack. right. Some people have a gift of thrifting where they really can just find the best thing in a thrift store. Where I'm not great at that always. No, well, me neither. It's over. It's a little bit overwhelming to me. It is. But to describe it, it. <laughs> I don't even know. It's got, it's like a sleeveless collared shirt. I love that. And the collar is like denim. The shirt is like bright red. And the pattern on it almost looks like a bandana. But in the intersections of these like, I don't know, this X pattern are like 
blueberries and lemons and Wait, flowers. Wait, that actually sounds and... so cute. To, that sounds so cute to me, though. It's so fun. I'm literally going to show it to you. Oh, my gosh. So you can react on the pod. We're on FaceTime, so I'm about to see this shirt on FaceTime. I love this shirt. On my iPad. Oh, my goodness. Isn't no, I really, no, I really, no, I actually really love it, though. I'm like really I had to like lean in really close to see it and I think my face just went inside my microphone so I'm sorry <laughs> if everyone heard my voice way too loud. Um we blind just blind things. Just blind <laughs> things. Um I think my lips were touching the mic at one point so I'm sorry. But no, that's actually really cute. So sorry for the people who can't see it. You can imagine. You did a good job I'll describing. Post- I'll post a photo. I have a photo of me wearing it when I was in Arkansas, so I'll post that in the show notes if you really want to see my fun shirt. And for other folks who might have... Actually, you know what? We should make that our episode cover. (laughs) We haven't decided on the cover. Oh, yeah. That's so true. We never can decide on this cover of uh, the pictures we choose. But for those of you who rely on image description, though, to see photos... If you, if you don't have enough vision to actually see a photo and you rely on the image description, I think Cash just did a great job image describing that shirt. Thank you very much. I you really did. Best. It's like you have practice or something, image describing Oh, things. wow. I know, right? How um, weird. Anyway, <laughs> so I know the last thing on our list here is something you can talk about because yes. you have more... You go, go for it. I know you're yeah. ready to get on your soapbox. I'm excited. So, um... <laughs> So ever since I was little, my grandma, who passed away, oh, wow, about five years ago now, maybe more, um, she was very earth conscious before it was cool. Yeah, I love uh, it. In, in my opinion, she was kind of a hippie. Um, she loved to be outside and garden. And one thing she always did when I would visit her, and it kind of blew my mind, and I always thought it was a little strange, but... She would compost. She had her own compost pile. She would collect it from the food scraps that she would use. And then she would take it out back and she would stoke her compost pile. And that's so good for the environment. Um, It produces, I believe, I I need to look up the the facts because um, it's something about producing methane into the world and it helps reduce climate change and the effects of climate change, which is, like, mind-blowing that we have at least a little bit of an effect on the massive effects of climate change. I'm not here to debate climate change. This is what we're doing. Um, Not what this is for, um, everyone. This is not what this is for. But um, my brother has his own compost pile that he maintains in Stokes, too. But I don't have a yard. I didn't really want to maintain my own pile but it was really cool because when I moved into my house there was a pilot program going on for like a composting service which is even more fun than doing it yourself because they have access to like an industrial facility and you can compost things like animal bones like chicken bones and things like that that you wouldn't want to do in your own backyard because it would be really smelly and attract animals but it's really awesome, and I love being able to be part of this program. Um, you know, I pay several dollars a month, like probably less than 10 And I get this bucket, and every week I fill it up with food scraps like eggs and, like, egg 
shells and coffee grounds and all kinds of things, things that spoiled in the fridge, like all all sorts of things. And I will actually freeze them just so that they don't smell, yeah. even though the bucket is sealed. And then I put it outside and then every Tuesday they pick it up and they give me a new liner for my bucket. And it's really great to feel like I'm able to be part of something that is you know, larger and hopefully doing some good influence on the environment. Um, I'm really, like, I really care about composting to the point that, like, sometimes I'll either, like, save food when I'm out so that I can compost it, or, like, I feel, like, a little, like, a cry in my soul when I have to throw something yeah. away because I can't take it home with me because I'm like, I should Yeah, compost. yeah. <laughs> no, you, I, I love talking to you about this because, obviously, Cassandra and I talk a lot, so she told me about this a little while ago, probably a few, I mean, how long ago did you start doing this? A few months ago, at least, right? I think, like, April. So, she was telling yeah. me about this back in April, and she was excited about it, and, and I was like, oh, maybe one day we can talk about that on the pod, but it just never really comes up, and then when we decided to do an episode about fashion, but more of the sustainable side of fashion instead of just the buying side of fashion, I was like, you know what? It kind of works in the sustainability, um, you know, category of our lives. Cause you know, it's not just about fashion. This is about lifestyle as well. And like what we're doing to not be so consuming right. and materialistic and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, so no, that's really cool. Thanks. And one more thing that I feel like, we should have mentioned maybe sooner, um, but when we talk about clothing and so specifically when um, when we talk about that places are or aren't sustainable, um, there are multiple things that go into that. It's both, are they made of quality materials that aren't making a massive carbon footprint on the world? And also, are they treating their workers, their garment and textile workers, Ethically. Yes, if you want to look more into it, you can look at fast fashion. I think if you just Googled fast fashion, you could find out more because mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot about it. And it's very, it's very yeah. interesting. And it's also very heartbreaking that so many, you know, so much of this fast fashion is just, I mean, it's, it's a lot and we can't, we can't possibly explain it all and get into all of it. Right. And of course, like we said, we're not going to be perfect at it. Um, but it's really, really important to be aware of that and know that like, Nothing is without consequence. Yes. Um, so, you know, just trying to make that extra effort. When yeah, the can. way I'm trying to make an effort in my life is like buying more secondhand because I just, I'm trying to be less, I love fashion and I love clothes, but I don't need everything new mm-hmm. all the time and I don't need every new trend and I don't need to shop all the time and I, and I don't need to be so like, you know, material based in my life. I can like mm-hmm. use and like use my own closet, shop my own closet of what I already have. I already have enough. I have more than enough. And every once in a while, it's really fun. Like my mom and my sister and I every year have a girls day. We call it girls day is like the official title t- trademark girls day where for like our birth, <laughs> my sister's birthday is in September. Mine's in November. So sometime in between that, we, we have a big shopping day and we go and we just all shop together and it's it's a fun day. So I'm not saying you can like never shop at a store, but it's just ba- it's like having balance and just for me, that's that's what I yeah. choose to do. So, yeah, this episode isn't telling anybody what to do or really trying to even tell you what's right and wrong. It's just kind of how we're trying to make these changes in our lives. Right. Right. And, you know, something that we're trying to learn more about and be more conscious of as we like 
go through our lives and shop our clothes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we have... Are you ready? For a game! <laughs> so, for the game, we both wrote down clothing items, and we're going to say who is more likely to wear them. All right. Who gonna start? Who gonna start? I'll start. Leather jacket. I think that's an easy one to start with. <laughs> Who's more likely? I think I think, I I think Cass is more likely. I did go through a major leather jacket phase in college and I had and I did mm-hmm. wear them and I and I still really like them. I just feel like they don't match I don't know, they don't they don't go with my quote unquote aesthetic as much um as yours. <laughs> you have more of that biker chick look. I try to go for like some more like gritty, grungy meets like ultra feminine floral looks. <laughs> I love and I do love that combination. And I've been wanting a new leather jacket. In fact, I've been looking on Poshmark, but I can't find one that speaks to me. I know, right? I feel the same way. I'm. It's been like three or four years since I last bought a leather jacket, and I, I'm thinking of a different style, but I can't find the one. The one yet, you know. Yeah, we can't. It's hard to find the one. Okay. So mine is, who's more likely to wear a beret? A beret? <gasps> That's hard, because you are kind of the more hipster look, but I'm more of the, like, Parisian look. Yeah. I think we could both pull it off, though. We could both put, pull it off. I have only one that I own. Do you, Me how many too. Do you have? Well, actually, okay. wait, no, I, I have two. I have a white one okay. and, like, a mustard yellow one. I have a white one with a bow on it. It's so cute. It's so cute. But yeah, I don't know. That's hard. Maybe both of us, honestly. I think it could be both. Um, My next one is also a hat. So who's more likely to wear a knit winter hat? Ooh, that's also tough. I know you love a beanie, though. I do. I have a lot of them. I own a lot of them. I can see you wearing it, though, you know? I love them in the winter, and it works because I have short hair, so I feel like I I don't have to worry about my hat slipping off all the time because it just stays Right. (laughs) Right. So maybe, yeah, maybe me for that, but also both of us. Yeah. This one, I was trying to pick, like, kind of off-the-wall things that I don't know if either of us own. Um, So who's more likely to wear thigh-high boots? (gasps) I don't own a pair of thigh-high boots. Um, nothing against them, but I don't have any desire to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. So would it be you? I don't, I don't either, and I don't own any either, okay. but I think I'm, because yeah. I'm pretty tall, and I have really long legs, I could probably get away with it. Yeah. It might be you. I think I would look a little ridiculous in a thigh high boot i don't know i don't know i've heard they keep you you warm though they keep you really warm i'm sure they do and you know what i do love a knee high boot i do love Mm. a tall boot i have two pairs of tall boots but they're not thigh high that's just a little too much commitment for me a lot of boot for one person a lot of boot man (laughs) okay what about this is i was trying to go off the wall random too so this is very random and i think it's both of us but who's more likely to wear nail polish Oh, I think it's probably you. I think I never don't have nail polish on. And the only reason is because I like, I will pick and bite my nails if they're not polished. Yeah. So I, I'm not very nice to my hands. I do get them painted, but they don't ever last very long because okay. I like to go rock climbing. That's like something I've been doing a bit more lately and they do not hold up with that. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so one thing that I've seen 
sort of as a trend lately, and I kind of like it, but I don't haven't done it yet. Who's more likely to wear a sweater vest as a top? Please pick me. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sweater vest trend it's so, so much. Cute. It's so cute. I love it so much, and I don't. I own a vest, but it's not a sweater vest. It like zips. Mm. Um, but I want a sweater vest. I want, and and I I think you'd look adorable in it too, though. So maybe we can both. Say I think we could both yes pull it off. I think we're both intrigued by the trend. <laughs> I'm very intrigued by this sweater vest trend. I know, right? Very intrigued. That's yes. Okay, who is more likely to wear a denim jacket? I did leather, and now I gotta do denim. Ooh. I. I think maybe you. I feel like if I have the option between denim and leather, I most of the time pick a leather jacket. Um, I own three. Okay. Denim jackets. I'm glad I made the right choice. <laughs> they they all serve different purposes. I know that sounds really. <laughs> no, obnoxious. no. I have two that serve different. One is more of a dressy jacket because it's got like a peplum bottom. Like it's yes. It's like one ruffled. is like very oversized. One Ooh. is not. One is a cotton that's not even denim. It just looks like denim, but it's soft. <laughs> anyway. I'll oh, I know it. the one. It's so cute. Uh, yes. It's so cute. Okay. Who's, looks like you. Who's more likely to wear a um a jumper that's a skirt? That's what I'm trying to say. Like a overall. Jumper that's a, oh like, gosh. I hope me as well. <laughs> Do you? I own don't know. One? You. Yes. Oh, I own so many overall type outfits. It's not like, are you talking about kind of like a pinafore dress? Like, like an overall dress? Like as if it were denim overalls, but it ends in a skirt. Yeah, I have like four of those. <laughs> I love that. I love that so Well, much. they're not all denim. I have one that's white. I have one that's like a corduroy red. I have. That's so cute. I love those. I love overalls, period. I love anything that looks like like a pinafore, like, pullover dress. Like That's a, really cute. I think that in the term of who's more likely to, it's probably you. But I do own one of them, and I think it's adorable. No, see, when I, yeah, when I think of you, I think of overalls, too. Like, I feel like I you wear overalls. that kind of stuff a lot. I can't yeah, wait. that's both of us. Oh, I can't wait for fall to wear my overalls. I'm so excited oh! for my overalls. I cannot wait. Okay. The last one. I, okay, I want to change, okay, who's more likely, I, I want to change mine. Who's more likely to wear, like, a bright color rain boot? Oh, that's interesting, because the rain boots I currently own are, like, black and, and red, so they're, <laughs> like, under, I mean, the red is, like, burgundy, so they're kind of understated rain boots, but I think... I probably would be more likely to because you're more of a pastel girl. I think it is probably you, although I do love the look of, like, the yellow or red rain boots. I think they're really cute. But I definitely think of you. I can see you rocking some, like, yellow rain boots. I think that would be so cute. You're giving me ideas that I don't need. I know. My rain boots are also just black. I literally have black. I know because I just wanted to go with everything. (laughs) I know because you never know what you're going to have to wear in the rain, so you need it to match. But, like, look how cute you would be in a yellow rain boot. Oh, guys, you know yellow's my color. You're the sunshine through the rain. <laughs> Babe. <laughs> Babe, you're the sunshine in my rain. 
Okay, who's more likely to wear, like, a bandana, like, as a headband, kind of a bandana, you know what I mean? Oh, that's so funny, because one of my best friends, Sam, like, is never caught dead without a bandana headband around his head. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's like your flower in your hair, like, it's, like, very signature. Um, I've never done that. Well, I wear, like, those, like, wraparound headbands that are kind of like a bandana, though, so maybe... I don't actually get an actual bandana and tie it, but I have some that kind of look like that, if that makes yeah. sense. I don't think uh, I would do it, to be honest, yeah. unless it was part of, like, a very specific look. Like, if I, I, yeah. I were going to, like, a corn maze in the fall or something. <laughs> it is very autumnal. Right. I think that's when I would do it, but honestly, like, I probably wouldn't. It, it doesn't seem to go with a lot of things I have. I just don't know how it would work with my hair. I have, like, thin hair, so when I try to put things in my hair like that, it's never, like, a great idea, usually. Yeah. I can see you pulling it off better than I can, like, with your <laughs> hair. That's fair. I don't know why. I feel like I look like Farmer Brown's wife. <laughs> No shade, though, because I just feel like it doesn't suit me. (laughs) Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. It's not for everyone. But you guys, that was our game. That was our game. That was a fun app. I like going in the flare direction. I hope everyone enjoyed it. It might have been different than our norm, but hey, you got to spice it up every once in a while, right? Oh, yeah. Variety is the spice of life. It's the spice. Spices. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. We will see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.